Why so, am I here? Well, I wanted you to enjoy the game, but there's some other things that I, want, I wanted to show you that they were going to do. As long as it's not ministry stuff, I'm well, fine. It's, <laughs> well, that's kind of what I, I have to. Does anybody know what these are? So this week, we spent a little bit of time learning on four steps to salvation. Everybody say four. Four. Yeah, there's four. So they're going to tell you what they are. Let me make sure they're in the right order. I've got to make sure. Good. One, two. Can you not spell? I can't count either. All right, so does any... Shh, kids, don't tell them the answer. Don't tell them the answer. Don't tell them the answer. Oh, mercy. All right. Don't tell them the answer. So in the Bible, it tells us how we're supposed to be saved. Does anybody know what the first step is? Not children. I want y'all know. You better know. Adults. First, don't you say repent. I'll throw this microphone at you. First step of salvation. Adult. I told you no ministry stuff. Just give me a minute. I'm my own God. Oh. I'm going to move because it's getting real hot. First step. Kids, tell them what the first step is. Believe, Believe in what? The gospel. The gospel. No. Oh, I smelt that all the way over here. Second step is what? Oh, that was weak. Second step. Repent. Say, I'm sorry. Put it. Very good. Third step. Say, say it like you mean it. First step is under the in the name. Jesus. Very good, you loser. Third step is speaking fruit of the everybody give them a hand. That was great. Is it real? Is it real bread? I'm so I had to go over that part really quick. No, you didn't. Well, I you obey what I say. Well, it's kind of hard because I don't want to burn. So, I'm glad you're here, though. Because can, you, can you just give it a chance today? No. What, I don't do, want to hear it. Well, well, everything I've done up to this point in my life has always succeeded. So, why would I need your God? Well, when you die, it'll change. So, what we'll we're see go- you there. <laughs> I got the steps. All right. So, I got a friend who's going to help me with scriptures. Hopefully, we did all this right. So, I got two scriptures. You ready? If we can put them on the big fancy screens. All right. Oh, Lord, I can't read. Oh, I'm about to go way over here. You're blind. Oh, Spanish. Y'all are so legit. <coughs> that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus reigns over everything, every time, everywhere, on earth, under the earth, in heaven. Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's time for somebody to just go right back to say, when we don't know what else to do, we're just going to say Jesus. He's got all power in heaven, earth, and under the earth. So that leads me 
It's okay. It's not, you don't have to. It's just that it says you will, but you're not going to want to. It's but okay. you're affecting my kingdom. Well, just, just give me a chance, okay? I don't want to. Well, I'm your ride, so you kind of have to stay. <laughs> this is going to hurt later. <laughs> don't laugh. You're breaking character. <laughs> All right, so there's a story I want to tell you. Let me open this in case I need to look at my story. I think I got it, but just in case. This is probably why they wanted to give me a a fancy pulpit. But then how would I talk to y'all? All All right, very good. So, say Mark chapter 5. Any Bible scholars know what's there? Kids, you ready for this? It doesn't scare me. I'm fine. It's a demon man. Do y'all know the story of the guy that had demons in him? Do y'all know that they cast the demons out into what? Very good. So you're not afraid of this story, right? Say, no, we got this. So what happens is Jesus shows up on the shore. Shows up. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm making the ringing happen. All of a sudden, from out of nowhere... The man, full of devils, comes running out of the tombs and the woods where he was <laughs> without anyone telling him. The scripture says that he falls and he worships Jesus. Now that bothered me a little bit. Why? Why would it bother you? Because here I am. Hopefully I don't have any devils. In my, stop it. You ruined my message. In my right mind, struggle sometimes to worship the Lord whenever things happen. This man, full of devils, with, with can't help it but to run and fall on his knees and worship the Lord, full of devils. So, if you ever ask me, can a Christian have a devil in them? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that you can get beyond it and still worship the Lord. So, no matter what in the world you are going through, hard, difficult, unfair, mistreatment, there is nothing that can compare to what this man was going through, full of devils and still able to worship the Lord. So here's what happens. This man cut himself with stones. He tied, they tied him up with chains and fetters. Chains and fetters, this, it's bonding. They tied him up, and he'd break loose every time. And I thought, well, that makes sense. Because nothing that you do in the spirit cannot be fixed in the flesh. What that means is... If it's something that you're dealing with in your spirit, no amount of fleshly knowledge or attempts can ever fix what's being done in your spirit. You have to go to your supernatural deity, Jesus Christ. Go to him and begin to war in the spirit. What starts out in the spirit will be spirit. What starts out in the flesh will be flesh. We have to overcome spirit with spirit. He ran... 
fell out his face, worshiped Jesus. They asked him, Jesus said, hey, what's your name? Does anybody know the devil's name? We are. Legions. Anybody know what legions means? Y'all know what legions means? A lot. A lot. So here's what Jesus said. I'm going to remove them all. You're going to be set free. So here's what he done. He cast all of the devils out of this man. And all the devils ran to a herd of swine. Y'all know what swine is? Say pigs. Pigs, swines, hogs, whatever you want to call them. You got it? Pigs. Does anybody know what happens next? Those pigs ran off the cliff. And I'm sure they all died. Do you think that man was happy about it? You think he was happy about it? Would you be happy if you got rid of all the bad things inside of you? Yes. But who do you think wasn't happy about it? <laughs> so, hey, I know I didn't give you this. Whoever's in charge, y'all look really professional. I'm sure you can do this for me. Let's go to Mark chapter 5. And then we'll go to uh, verse 15. If you can do that. And I'm sorry, I sh but I want you to see this for yourself. And we'll keep going. Just when I'm done, you keep going. Till and they came to Jesus. And they, and they come to Jesus. And see him that possessed with the devil. And they had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They were not afraid before. They tied him up, chains. But now that he was free of the devils, they were afraid of him. Flesh and spirit. It's two different things. They could control. They did what they could in the flesh. But now it got supernatural. They didn't know how to operate anymore. They were afraid. Next scripture. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with devils. And also concerning the swine. So they heard about what happened to all their pigs. A man delivered from devils, free and clear, in his right mind, got him clothed, everything looking good. They heard about what happened to the pigs. Next scripture. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. They got mad at Jesus and said, Jesus, leave. You, you've, you've come in here and messed up everything that we had going. But here's what I want to tell you is that sometimes when Jesus shows up on the scene, things are going to get messed up. We have to get things in line with the will of God. And sometimes we don't always see it that way. Sometimes we want to keep our possessions and keep things in our house, keep things in our life. And you feel like when you have to get rid of something, it's messing you up. But in, in the reality, in the spirit world, He is setting you free. But you want to be bound in your physical Today I'm asking you to be set free from any physical, any, anything that's not spiritual. Let the Spirit of God begin to loose 
physical flesh chains that are binding you. But how do we get there? I believe we have the answer in this very story. <clears throat> I heard it. I don't know who said it. Everybody say worship. <clears throat> so in, in studying this, it's been a long time since I've looked at these two different words. I hope you have those two different words on separate. Yes. You are awesome. So I want to tell you something today about these two words. Can we put praise up there? Praise. This is from dictionary.com. Uh, it's, it's legit. You can look it up on your phone if you want to. Praise is to express a favorable judgment of an expression of approval. You have to do something to get approval. Do something to get judgment. So in order to praise God, he's had to have done something for you. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. It's wonderful to thank you, Lord. You are awesome for dying on Calvary for me, shedding your blood that I don't have to walk around in sin anymore. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for doing it. You deserve all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Yeah. We praise you, Lord. But that's not worship. This demon man who had no reason to go and worship Jesus did it anyway. Why? The word worship. To honor or to show reverence for a divine being to regard with great extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. Jesus doesn't have to do one single thing for me. But because he is who he is, I worship him. I lift my hands. If he never did another thing, if he never come and he's healed my body again, if he never come, I am able to throw my hands in the air and say, I worship you, God. It does not matter what happens. It doesn't matter if I'm broke. I don't have a job. Because you are God, because you are king, you deserve the glory. You deserve respect. You deserve the worship. Praise is good. Has he done anything for anybody? So if he's done something for you, I want you to give him a praise that he's worthy of. This is your opportunity. And I want you to shout out loud, God, you died for me. God, you gave me a new car. God, you blessed my family. I am not in a grave. I have my family. I've been delivered. But I tell you what, what if it's been a while since you've got blessed? What if it's been a while since you've seen him? He still deserves worship because of who he is. If he never does another thing, will you still worship? Will you still be able to pour out every bit of what you got? He ain't done nothing for me. I'm still broke. I don't have a job. I'm still sick. I got hospital bills mounting up. I'm still working. None of those things are promised. None of those things require worship. What requires worship is 
He's still God. He still rules and reigns. Not over just me. He reigns over you. Supreme. High and lifted up. You may say he's never done anything for me. You've been outside of his will. You may say he's never done anything for me. You may feel broke. You may feel confused. You may feel like, oh man, I just ain't got anything left. None of that's required to lift your hands and say, if you never do another thing for me. Now, I'm fixing to get real apostolic. All right. There are people in the building sometimes that the Lord shows me that can help me move forward in this service. Sis, I'm going to ask you to help me pray right now in the name of Jesus. I need your Holy Ghost to be able to get us through this. In the name of Jesus, every bit of what I have has got to be given into worship. But you know what? When he gives me a raise, I can praise him for it because I never stop worshiping. But when I get a new car, I can praise him because I never stop worshiping. When I feel an evil presence in my house or on the job, I can praise him when that stuff's gone. But it never stops my worship. It never stops. Your life is your worship. What you do, what you say, what you give. Now here's what I want to tell you. We worship, stand to your feet. He's holy. And he's righteous. And his love goes far beyond Anything else that you could ever compare it to. But how? How do I get to know your God when he's not known me? I've provided everything that I have. I don't need anything. I'm rich. I'm wealthy. I have everything I need. I have my family. Yeah, I don't have a husband. But I don't need that. But, what, but why? What do I need? What does he have that I don't? This point is a lot of times what we struggle with. When things are going good, we can leap over praise and worship and forget all about it. But when we're broke and we're hurting, come on in the church house and give it all you got. The Lord will do something for you. I'm looking at a group of people. You look mighty fine today. But there are definitely two kinds of people here today. Two kinds of people. Everything's going pretty good. And you know what? I'm here for other people. But this demon man had no reason in the world to run and fall at his feet. He ain't done anything for him. Pushed through devils to fall at his feet and worship him. So I guarantee you right now, with all your glamour and your glitz and your money and your royalty, he still wants to see, just because you have it all together, 
Can you worship me? Can you worship me? But what if you're broken and hurt today? That's your cue. I love y'all. Thank you. What if you're broken today? What if you're hurting and, and feel like you need some help? This is your invitation. I want you to find a place where you can worship to be able to lift your hands and say, it's all good. But he deserves every ounce of worship I got. Lord, you're holy. Lord, you're holy. And we lift you up and magnify your name. Lord, Lord you're holy. And we lift you up and magnify your when you begin to worship you will feel his spirit move over this place as i look around and i see all the works that your hands have made the awesomeness of you and how your love would never fail mere words cannot express what i feel inside I can't describe your glory divine, but as a token of my love, this is what I'll do. I lift my hands and cry holy. Find somewhere within you to be able to push past whatever's happening. And magnify your name. There's not enough words that I can say to tell you how much I appreciate all the wonderful things you've given me, your loving kindness, your tender mercy. It's my desire to praise you to tell you how much I love you. Lord, you're worthy of all of the honor. Lord, you're worthy of all the praise. If you begin I to praise him. Yes, hallelujah. You can love me. Hallelujah. How you can give me so much mercy. You didn't have to suffer and die for me way back on Calvary. Just want to thank you. I thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for me. If you need me. to work through something to be able to get thank to some worship, step thank out from you, where you are. Thank you. Wonderful, yeah. glorious, holy, and righteous, victorious, conqueror, triumphant, and
I am not finished. I have got to press through until God changes something inside of me. Hallelujah. We exalt you, O oh Lord. We will fall at your feet.